Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, the first series recap of the new season. And we had a ton of action, so let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. I'm sitting here with Jake. We got Trev in California and BBD behind the dish. Brought to you by Seeky. Did the volume go crazy? We thought we fixed oh, that. Yeah. We thought we fixed that. It did not take. We did a lot of Googling to fix it. Did not take. Apologies. Either way, baseball's here. And we had a hell of an opening weekend, like a ton of action. I'm very excited to talk about it. I am jealous of people that got to go to a game. I have not been to a game. Jake and I were traveling this weekend. BBD went to the game yesterday. Very jealous of that. Been itching. I Last night, I had like a real big itch. I went to SeatGeek. I looked up some tickets. I saw some in red. I saw some in green. They let me know that if it was a good rate. If it was a bad rate, I think I'm going... This week to a Yankees game. And you can to any game you want. Use code TALKIN for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. $20 off your first purchase. The promo code TALKIN. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. Code TALKIN for $20 off your first SeatGeek order. Jake, how you doing? James. Trevor. BBD. I'm doing well. Uh, baseball is back. Um especially, you know, opening day, you got a lot of ceremonies, you know, can't believe they're delaying my guy Garrett Cole for minutes like that. Ready to get into the 7 p.m., roll the ball out there, little dinner, little baseball, that's some regular season stuff. And, man, I love it. We had we had a lot of awesome performances, a bunch of guys that, you know, were making their first appearances on new teams, whether free agents. My guy Saya kind of balled out this week, which could be huge for baseball and the Cubs in general. Uh, I'm good, uh, Jim. Like you said, uh, this funny reworked opening day. We both had weddings. Uh, shout out to Rob and Kate outside of Knoxville. Knoxville had it. Big Knoxville guy into it. Uh, liked what was going on down there. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I can't wait to get further and further into this baseball season. And, it, you know, we get so excited. Um, you know, it's, and I was trying to decipher what matters and what doesn't matter this opening weekend. And let's be honest, we kind of aren't sure. But uh, a lot of fun things around the league. A lot of good performances. Trevor Ploof, how are you, my good man? It's so great to be back in the studio with you guys. I mean, I like it during the offseason. We're talking about lockouts and predictions and trades and signings. But, dude, there's nothing like coming here Mondays and Fridays, recapping ball games. I watched a ton of baseball uh, this weekend. That's something that's typically not necessarily true for me. I don't, I don't get to watch a lot. But now that uh, my son is of age and mm. like likes to watch baseball, mm. we got it on the TV all the time. And it was magical. And one of the things that really stood out for me on opening weekend was the crowds. The crowds were out, man. And it was like people were excited about baseball. I've said this. I said 2022 is going to be baseball's year. People are back, you know, okay with being in crowds. Like COVID, like hopefully we're done. We're never seeing that, okay? Uh, do you guys know who had the biggest attendance this weekend? 
little trivia right off the bat for you. Diamond the Colorado Rocks. Rockies. Oh, yeah. But they love opening. Play, playing the Dodgers, Colorado Rockies had an incredible crowd out there. Toronto kind of stole the show, if you ask me, because they always get crazy loud. We'll talk about all those games. But, man, great baseball. We saw some young prospects do their thing. Uh, we saw some old heads come out. Uh, we had the K-Rod uh, mm. broadcast. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, but James, James, my sweet, not baby James, my sweet old daddy James. How you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, Jake and I talked about this yesterday. That And it, Jake, it was Jake's original take. But baseball, opening weekend is, is fun. It's a frenzy. But baseball really starts when you have the week night series. You eat dinner, you sit down, and you watch the game. And it's just like part of your routine, not a festivity. So I'm excited for this week to kind of just ease in and be like, okay, all right, like we did that initial excitement. Now it's just it's baseball every every weeknight. It's just it doesn't end. That's the thing. Like opening day hits you, and then it just never ends. Like I have seven wild moments of breakdowns in the queue. I couldn't get them done because I was away. And if I don't get like five of them out today. I'll have seven more because there's 14 games tonight and 13 games tomorrow and 15 games Wednesday. It's like, it just never ends. It's exciting. But we had a lot of shit go down in the first three days. A lot. Can I, can I share what like I shared with you guys? Like can we tell the talking baseball fam, like how, just how big the, the breakdowns are and how important they are to people. Yeah. Okay. Well, after the whole Brewers Cubs scuffle, my boy Kutch reached out and he said, hey, basically, I know John Boy's about to make a video. I want him to know this is what I said. <laughs> he made your job a lot easier. You don't have to go in there and read his lips. He already told you what he said. Yeah. He wanted to make sure it was clear that his message was heard. Uh, I thought that was awesome, man. So guys I mean, are ready for it. That's the one I'm working on right now. But, the, but uh, I mean, a lot of weird walk-offs, a lot of uh, fun yeah. replays, just tons of shit. But let's get into the nitty-gritty, Jake is leading us off with the NL recap. And I should let everybody know there's 15 games every day. Like, what's fi what's 15 times three, Trev? 45. We have 45 games. I didn't watch them all. What? Neither did you at home. I thought you were a baseball guy. If you are a Diamondbacks fan and you watched all three Diamondbacks games, you're going to know so much more than us. About and, those three games. And them. You'll know more than them. But you don't know as much Thanks about, you know, a Cubs fan because it's impossible to watch 45 games of baseball. We do our best here. We have a research team, and you guys have to be our research team as well. Yes. We'll say that every episode. People will be mad at us every episode for not knowing the minutia of their team. Ooh. So, Jake, I don't know shit about the NL. Ooh. I don't know nothing but the highlights. Ooh. I need to be caught up. You got oh, Jake four and a half minutes on the clock. What happened in the National League? Here we go, Jake. Fellas, we're back. How about it? And we're heading to see Jake's rocks. Actually, Kelsey Wingert's rocks. Our girl killing it on the sideline for the Rockies. And like Trevor Plouffe mentioned, how's your attendance? And the Rockies showed out for the fans. Two out of three from the Dodgers. Get out of here, Dodgers. It's a new division. Rock pile, Chris Bryant. Hey, how's your contract? How's your fly ball? Almost 
had a bad, bad situation, dropped one, didn't end up hurting them. Rocks take the final two games of the series, 3-2-9-4, and the Rockies at home. Remember, that was a thing last year. Will that be a thing this year? CJ Crone, get to know Trev's guy. Uh, Happy for him. Connor Joe, that name makes Jimmy laugh every time. Some of the best baseball played this weekend was out in San Francisco. Three one-run games, six to five. He hot days on opening day. We're going to extra innings. Marlins went 2-1, and then a 3-2 Discalfani versus Rogers. There's a sneaky little pitching matchup for you. A lot of fist pumps in this series. Check out Miggy Rose Instagram. Check some of the highlights. A lot of fist pumps. Uh, I think this might have been some of the baseball played out west. Longoria trying to come back in four weeks instead of six because he's built different. He's built entirely different. He's Trev's guy. Jazz Chisholm dive and catch. D-backs hosted the Padres opening day. I think I'll have myself a beer. Seth with the walk-off on National Beer Day. Does it get better than that? It does not. The three-run homer to take a 4-2 win. Padres after that dominated. They took the final three games. Manaya dropped dick on him. Big Joe Musgrove. And how's our guy Chris Matt in his first start? He gets a win. Padres get off to the hot start. They need Snell. A little banged up. We'll see what goes on there. The Cubbies, the first game opening day. Seiya Suzuki, all about him. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. They come back in Hap with a huge opening day moment. 5-4. They blow him out the second game. Brewers salvage the series on the final day. Brewers starters got hit. Eh? Not sure about all that. The New York Metropolitans, Buck Showalter, Max Scherzer, they got a new identity, man. Trevor McGill dropped it on opening day. Huge for them. Chris Bassett. Are people talking about him enough? Best third starter in baseball? Saw people tweeting about that. We'll see. Mets take three out of four from the lowly Natinals. Got testy in that series, too, by the way. Cardinals, they take two out of three from the Pirates, and that's obvious. Adam Wainwright, yep, drops it again. Nolan Arenado, yep, you know that guy. Goldschmidt's all over the field. Ice Horse, Michael Chavis, he hits the Grand Salami in the third game for the Pirates to get one in the win column. Good for them. And then in Atlanta, them and the Reds are splitting four. Braves, they collected their rings. Love a little bling on your finger. By the way, Matt Olson, date my daughter. He had a huge series. Hunter Green, easy hunge. You won't see an easier hunge than that guy. What a debut. Molly has a good start. Hey, good for the Reds to split in the ATL. And fellas, that's pretty much what's happening in the National League. Hell yeah. Well, people uh, listening on the podcast had a wonderful time. People watching on YouTube just had a roller coaster of audio, I guess. I liked it. BBD, I think we should try original sound on Zoom. Because it's what it, what happens is... Zach Zo- might have found something. Zoom says. does the audio ducking, and one was playing the music and one was doing Jake's voice, and I think they were fighting over which one they wanted to present. Zoom to thought the, it was helping. Yeah, so... We just need them to zoom to turn off all their settings. Come on, zoom. Um, Let us do our thing. You know what, Jake? Let me cook. This is how transparent I'll be with the people. You said Marlins Giants was some of the best baseball played. 
not even on my radar all weekend. Yeah. I didn't see much of that. I mean, I was, I was traveling. I did two cross-country flights over the course of the weekend. That's exciting news. I mean, man, uh, some of the highlights were electric from that series. The Jazz Chisholm dive, if you haven't seen that. Jorge Soler uh, robbed a home run. Uh, you might hear some stuff about a big lefty uh, who dropped it uh, in San Francisco making his debut. Um, yeah, man, all one-run games. Uh, and again, like Miggy Rojas' Instagram, Chris Rose Rotation. A uh, lot of fist pumps, a lot of intense baseball. The Marlins and their fish, they made some signings this offseason. They're trying to prove that they should get an invite to the dance this year. And San Francisco trying to back up their last season. So, yeah, there's some real ball played in the Bay, baby. That's a real dogfight to start the season for the Giants. You know, you're coming back out saying, hey, the 107-win season last year, that's not a fluke. This is what we do. And we, when you talk about the Marlins, you talk about their starting rotation and having to get through that. Uh, San Francisco Giants obviously can match it with who they bring out there as well. Uh, but to get three – or uh, excuse me, two out of three uh, in a hard-fought series at home, I mean, look – I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna discredit the Giants, even though I think I did already in our TPPs. Mm. I didn't pick them to go to the playoffs. I think I might have taken the under on this. I don't know, but people, I, I don't give a lot of stock into opening weekend and how that's going to play out for the rest of the year. But watching the Giants team and seeing you know the resiliency and just kind of how they were playing ball first week, first series, this team's going to be for real. Jim, look at look at the six starting pitchers that went in that series. Webb, Alcantara, Lopez, Rodon, Discalfani, Rogers. You're a starting pitcher guy. It's good stuff. Do they all like get the pitch too? Your guy Slater nice. hit a walk off double too, and that's your nickname. So that's awesome. Good for him. How about the Padres? Where do you go next? Uh we had two benches clearing incidents in the NL. I don't. I mean, it feels like that's kind of a topic now. I don't know if anyone has them for awards or, or discussions later. But you had the Cubs and the Brewers, like you said. Kutch texted you, um, hit by pitch fest. Same with the Mets and Nationals. Kind of running into the similar stories there. If you can't pitch inside, don't pitch inside. And what's an interesting take on this is uh, Eno Saris, friend of the program. We love you know. He created. Uh, stuff plus, which is like ERA plus, but just stuff plus, how nasty is your stuff? And I saw a recent article all about how stuff is actually better than control. That's the new theory. Like the Rays and the Yankees have changed their minor league system. And they basically, the results say, if your stuff is nasty, but your control is mid, Oof. you're better off than having pinpoint control and mid stuff. And I think... That's leading to all these hit-by-pitches because guys have nasty two-seamers and then they try to bust them inside and then they're just hitting guys. And you lead to, you see guys getting hit in the head. I mean, Alonzo took one to the head and then uh, Lindor took one to the head and Contreras upper shoulder, hap to the knee. That was a slider. A lot of back foot sliders. I mean, I didn't see... I saw just like so many back foot slider hit by pitches in the toes or the knees. I think I can count like five just from so it's early. Yeah, I saw a bunch. I saw a bunch as well. That that's that's a hitter's worst nightmare. You're talking about a guy with plus stuff, movement everywhere with lack of control. I mean that's it's not fun to get in the box. You're not planting your feet in the box. You know, they're they're a little softer in there. 
Um, so hopefully, you know, like keep that to yourself, bro. Like don't be like going and telling organizations that because that's I'm a hitter's guy. I hope that doesn't come in, into play all throughout the season. I don't want to see a bunch of hit by pitches. I don't want to see a bunch of, you know, scuffles on the field. Sure, every once in a while we need to get the boys off the bench, uh, get the juices flowing for the crowd too. But to do this all season long, I don't want to do it. I hopefully, you know, the Cubs Brewers one. It's interesting because that goes back to last year and, and probably even the year before that. The Brewers just been crushing the Cubs with hit by pitches, pitching inside, getting in there, hitting guys. And this was the Cubs way of, I guess, retaliating. McCutcheon, who's not even part of any of that, like zero part of it, ends up being the guy. Uh, and then, you know, they went about it the wrong way. I think a lot of people already know the story. You know, I tweeted something about it. You're about to do a breakdown on it. Uh, but if you're going to go after a guy, and I'm okay with it. I actually had a discussion with Peter about this this morning. I'm okay with going after a guy. You just got to do it the right way. Which a lot of people kind of like laugh at now, but that's what Kutch was saying. Um, yeah. I think... I'm, I, I mean, I agree. Like, if you have a bunch of guys, young guys pitching, and the, the ball's getting away from them because they're being careless, and, and you say, hey, if you guys don't start being more careful, then we can do, do this on purpose because we actually have control. Now, I don't love throwing at a guy on purpose. If you do a first pitch I'm, in the butt, I've whatever. I think that's the only time I am okay is if if there is a bunch of hit by pitches and a team is going with with reckless abandon inside and not caring if they're hitting guys. If I'm a hitter on that team, I do want my pitcher to stand up for us and say, guess what? Like, if this is what you guys are going to do, like, we're going to retaliate and we're going to pitch inside and we're going to hit some of your guys. So it sends the message. You just can't keep doing that. Eventually, you have to do that. Uh, but when you do do that, you can't do what they did, which was set McCutcheon up with like a pitch outside, get his feet settled in the box and then go after him, miss him twice and then hit him. Like there are just rules. If you want to know the rules, go check out my tweet. Listen to McCutcheon talk an incredible soundbite by him. Cool, calm and collected after the game. Um, I just, yeah, there's just a right way to do things. I think it's funny. I mean, for the Mets, uh, I I kind of became an instant galvanizer. I mean, between, Buck and Scherzer, the new leaders of that team. I think it's funny for them. It's the Nats who, like, uh, the Nats ain't going to be on the radar this year, um, which is kind of tough. Cubs, you know, Cubs Brewers, like, Cubs want to be in the mix this year. And if a couple things click, they could get to the deadline. Uh, You know, those are two cities that probably like an underrated rivalry in baseball. Like, those cities are an hour apart. Um, You know, and we knew a couple Brewers fans that, you know, did the hour drive to Chicago to go see that game for opening day. Like that's a, that's a real one. Like those are two of the closer baseball cities. Um, So yeah, interested to see the ripple effects of that, that through the season. Anything else in the NL you want to touch on? In the national league. Let's see. Um, Padres off to a good start. I mean, sorry, Jake snakes. They were in the chat. Not sure if they're there, they're uh, there anymore, but uh, three out of four. I don't care if it's from the D backs. Like, they went and took care of business. You're supposed to win games against the Diamondbacks. Three out of four is a great way to start the season. And, you know, the Padres train. It's rolling. I don't know who's on it. Like, I am I got one leg on, one leg off. I think I'm on, though. I'm moving along with it. What about you guys? It's tough, uh, especially when we get to standout performances later in the show. Um, you know, there's a couple really good pitching performances. I, I Most of them were against 
teams expected to be the lesser teams this year. Uh, the Padres, 0.82 ERA from their starting pitchers. Musgrove gave up the only two earned runs, a six-inning pitch two earned start, which nowadays is like gold in baseball. Oh, yeah. I'm happy for the Padres because they need, they need a good start. You're right. It, you know, it kind of doesn't matter that it's the D-backs. It does a little bit. Um, but they get, they get the ball going in the right direction, which they needed. I think it's funny, just in general, the NL and mid the AL as well. Baseball kind of, uh, and we were just talking to someone in the office about this. Like, it's not football. It's like anyone can win on any day. There's 162 games, and I when we did like the live stream and just in the first two days, it was like, okay, the the Rockies beat the Dodgers twice. Um, the D-backs beat the Padres game one. The Cubs beat the Brewers game one. Uh, there was a bunch of. The Reds beat the Braves, which was like the biggest upset. And the AL, I think we got some as well. And it's like, oh yeah, baseball's baseball. Like the worst team will win a lot of games. A lot of games. Much of the Orioles winless. Yeah, only winless team. Um mm. yeah, everyone's got one in the win column. Um, you know, there's only only one kind of major injury. One of our guys in the AL will probably talk about that. Um, but no, I, I, everyone's on the board. Like even, you know. Braves, Reds, what do you do with it? You know, the Braves, the Reds showed off some of their young guys. Uh, you know, between Hunter Green, he, he goes out there. Um, and then, you know, if you're the Braves, you kind of want to see how Matt Olson looks, and he goes nut job this series. So it's it's two for two at home. But, um, you know, I remember I think our first episode last year, the A's might have got four games swept by Houston. Um and we were doing like a panic. Are they dead? Are they dead? They ended up being buyers at the deadline. Didn't work out. Um, but yeah, you know, there's no one really hitting the panic button uh, unless you're like a insane Orioles fan. No, 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 no. Let's before we move on to the AL, let's talk about Hunter Green a little bit sure. uh, and what he did. And this is another thing. Like you have this guy, Reds. What? 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 <laughs> the direction of your franchise still is perplexing to us all. Hunter Green comes up, gets the victory in his first start, just blowing cheese. Just just up there. And not only that, because we know he had the fastball. We know he could bring it. But his off-speed pitches were looking good, too. Peter Moylan, who I did baseball today with, uh, said he was in the building, saw it all. He was very impressed with the poise. I think CC was down there. It was kind of like a big day. You know, Hunter Green, uh, our, our talking baseball social media platforms put out the cover page of sports illustrated when he was in high school he was he was the next he was otani before otani was otani like that were they saying he was going to be he was hitting in high school also you know pitching as well as he did now he's obviously just focusing on pitching but huge prospect coming up looking really good i mentioned uh on this show that he worked out with stroman in the offseason at pepperdine so definitely learned from him as well uh, but you know i just when you see a guy like that come up paired with jonathan India, maybe two back-to-back rookie of the years what what are we doing, guys? Mm. Maybe they're really good and we just don't know. Maybe this will be the team that they're like, hey, we didn't need those guys. We got this. Could happen, people. Maybe. Maybe. Some head shaking. Maybe now. not. <laughs> Maybe. Go Rocks. Go Kelsey. Shout out Hunter Green, 818, Valley Boy. Let's go. Oh, that's why. Valley Boy. Saw Ollie out there. Uh, and yeah, Cardinals. <laughs> Cardinals dominate the first two games because they're the Cardinals against the Pirates. Pirates. Let's try to do the AL recap, huh? Let's go, James. You want to give it a shot? Let's see if the audio can handle this. BB, do you want me to play the song? 
You want to give it a shot? All right, here we go. One, two, three, four. Oh, well, okay, that's on my end, though. I, I muted it, and... Here we go. The Orioles went down to Florida to play the Rays and got swept. Like we said, the only team to not win a game. They were in game one. It was a close matchup, but they traded all their good relievers right before the season started, so they lost late and close. And then they got blowed out in game three. The Rays are the only team to win all three games. The Orioles are the only team to lose all three games. Kluber looked good in his performance. Wander Franco looked really good. Orioles are the Orioles. Red Sox and Yankees played three games in the Bronx. The first game goes to extra innings, and the Yankees win it in the 11th inning. Uh, Yankees' bullpen was really, really good, 0.96 ERA, and they pitched a ton of innings because the Reds, the Yankees did not want their starters to pitch a lot at all. Cora was the opposite. He didn't really want to give the ball to the bullpen, and he had his pitchers go three times through. He even had relievers go a bunch through. Uh, Devers is really good still, and basically this series is Stanton and Verdugo are each other's nemesises as they both have five hits each, and Verdugo caught like every ball to him besides one. Rangers and the Blue Jays put on an absolute slugfest in Toronto. The first game had 18 runs scored, and the third game had 18 runs scored. Barrios did not get out of the first inning. Ryu looked really bad in game three. The Blue Jays' starting pitchers were awful. Their relief pitcher was not good either, but they hit the shit out of the ball. They win the first two games. The Rangers did take game three with a bad starting pitching performance of their own from Howard. So just bats in Toronto. Astros and Angels played four games. Valdez versus Otani to open it up. That was a ton of fun. Syndergaard versus Verlander in game three. The Tommy John return game. That was cool. Astros took game one. Took game two. Took game three. Nope. Angels took game three. Astros took game four. Tapera, the guy who said that the Astros are still cheating, he gets lit up. They all light him up. Tucker had a big home run. And the rookie Jeremy Pena had his first career home run. Astros look good. White Sox and Tigers. The Tigers win game one on a bizarre walk-off. It goes off of Pollock's glove, then hits the wall. They come back and win it, but the White Sox win game two. White Sox win game three. Roba, Luis Roba, had five hits with a double. Vaughn, four hits. Baez Meadows, four hits each. The new guys for the Tigers. And I think everyone feels decent about themselves. Besides Giolito, he goes to the IL, and that is a bummer. Mariners take two out of three from the Twins. Game four is today. The series is not over. They win the first one and the second one by one run each. Mariners starting pitching at a 2.57 ERA. Pretty good. Hanniger, three extra base hitch. Buxton hit a three-run home run for the Twins. That was exciting. Gary hit a grand slam. Robbie Ray, seven innings pitch, one earned run uh, with his Mariners debut in game one. Mariners win the first two. Oh, the Guardians, their first series ever. They lose their first two games to the Royals. They win their third game. Uh, Bieber, his spin rate numbers were like, ooh, baby. He got hurt before the sticky stuff rule changed last year, so people were kind of eyeing it, and they were like, ooh, the biggest drop-off out of anyone we've seen yet, baby. So that's scary. Uh, Guardians get the win in game three. There you go. That's the AL.
Great job, James. You can, didn't we, can we start with the Bieber? What? You didn't see that? I didn't see that. Yeah. So he was hurt. Sticky stuff things came out last year. He has not been part of the data. Yep. Wow. Uh, so this was his first game part of the data. BBD, I can uh, put it on the screen here if you want to put it on the screen for Trev. And it's it's one game. It's cold. It was a really cold, windy day. Uh, is what it is. But yeah, so, you know, the first couple games when people didn't have sticky stuff, everyone Ooh. jumped to this page. Coles was jarring. A lot of pitchers jarring. This is one of the more jarring ones uh, we've seen. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see the next couple games for Bieber as he didn't get like last year to do it. But yeah. Uh, Sheesh. Four seam slider, knuckle curve. Four seam down 200 RPMs. The curve down 410, Trev. I don't want to jump to conclusions. That's not fair. You got to wait it out. Just a one, one thing. They are giving everybody the same rosin at each stadium now. That's an interesting kind of tidbit there. Um, I think there's like kind of getting used to the balls again. Are they new? Like what the fuck is going on? Why do we have to question this? This is so stupid. Hopefully it's, we saw this happen last year at pitchers. Like a lot of them went down initially, then kind of figured something out, whether it was they figure something out or got used to not having to use it. You assume that. No, they started using it last year, in my opinion. Did you hear, Trev? You weren't here for this. And we had a, we had a nice laugh session about it. Cause MLB came out and said, they're changing the way umpires are checking now. And if you watch mm-hmm. it now, it's hilarious. They're like, we're going to check their fingers. Jake and I laughed pretty good at that. Cause like, Oh, how was that? Not the first, how was that? Not the first concept. So now they don't look at the glove, the belt, they don't make them undress. They literally just, the pitcher just sticks his two fingers out. The hand you throw with. Yeah. Let me see them fingers, boy. I mean, I don't love that either because look, you put some stuff on. No, if they wipe it off on their walk to the umpire, it's like an immediate ejection and fine. Yeah. They have to just hold their hand out. Like basically. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Basically. If you see it. Yeah. Uh, Like savvy did it. I I didn't see it. Yeah. It's, it's much easier and like smarter. So makes makes last year hilarious. So what? So you, you guys you having guys undress wipe off before your last pitch? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I think we can outsmart all of these rules if we really want to. We know that there was, uh, you know, one of the other bigger drop offs last year when sticky stuff went down was in the Guardians bullpen. Karen Jack. So you know they they had a little bit of the glue around around there. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see what goes on with Bieber. Um, Royals. Hey. Couple wins to get it going. Guardians went nuts. Steven Kwan, man, I I hope we're talking about him later. Um, our guy Oscar Mercado with a grand slam. You know, yeah, we, he, did. he was one of the few base talking baseball interviews that we were kind of like, oh, I don't know if we gave him too much good luck last year, but now he's back. He's back. Now he's back. Um, yeah, and uh, foolish baseball and I decided I have Bobby Witt Jr. He has Steven Kwan, so we okay. came to an agreement there. Congratulations uh, to Foolish, who looks like he maybe picked the right guy opening weekend. Although Bobby Witt, who we will talk about a little bit later, okay, also was very very impressive for the Royals. Did you guys see any of the Mariners Twins action? I saw some Mariners Twins. Those couple, are good games. Couple X Yanks over there now. Sure, Gary. With the grand salami. Are you still his hitting um, coach? Do we need to cover that? No, 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 no. Okay. He, we parted ways. I gave him my knowledge. I told him what he needed to do. He's over in good hands there now. 
Um, good baseball though. Carlos Correa going in rare air, third deck, third tier over. The balls don't just go there. Um, so he got one out of the way in Buxton, who I think maybe also will be talked about a little later. Mm. Uh, looking looking mighty fine there. But just good baseball from those two teams. You know, the Mariners do take two out of three. Game four is today. Um, but a lot of good players too. Just fun teams to watch. We knew they were going to be, and they kind of lived up to the bill. Robbie Ray. Uh, with a really nice outing off of his Cy Young and with his new team. So you, you like to see that. I mean, I think everyone has faith that he's going to have a good year, but to be dominant right away yeah, is uh, impressive. It's it's funny. We, we kind of didn't treat that signing like a team that missed the playoff by one game sign the Cy Young winner because it's yeah, the Mariners we did it. and it's Robbie Ray. So yeah. that, that, start, that is something I think you circle this weekend, and like that could be an important thing to this. 2022 season i think we should we need to start addressing him as like gold having robbie ray because if you have gold on your baseball reference page it's worth noting so call him robbie gold but that's kind of taken yeah gold robbie twins twins bullpen looked pretty good too their starters i mean i i think they it seems like they were doing a pitch like a pretty strict pitch limit uh i'm not sure unless it was just a lot of trouble Duffy's the only blemish out of the bullpen and whatever. But everyone else looked really good over the three games. That's my guy, too. He's been lights out in the ninth when he's been given the opportunity. Uh, just got left a few balls up there, and the Mariners took advantage of him. Um, but, yeah, they, they look good. Like I said, these are two teams that, like, we're, we're not so sure of. You know, I think we're all kind of drinking the Mariners Kool-Aid to steal Jake's phrase. Uh, I don't think you guys are on the Twins at all. Uh, but I – there's some good baseball to be played, and they, and they, like I said, they showcased it. Kit Davidson in the chat says, talk about Logan Gilbert. I try to when I can. I like him. Uh, and, and he had himself a solid start, too. So, go Mariners, go. And, man, the Twins are going to play a fun brand of ball this year. Those were some big boy homers. Uh, Correa, Gary. Um, we'll, see if it, we'll see if it leads to wins. You think? <laughs> no. Okay. Hey, I'll Where give you a series next on this magical journey. I'll give you a series that's a blind spot for me. So whatever you guys, White Sox Tigers just didn't didn't watch a ton of it. Saw their Baez walk off, Giolito's hurt. Interesting walk off. You didn't see that. You no. didn't see. Wait, wait, you didn't see the walk off. No. Oh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Pull it's, it up. Talk it's, about uh, it. It's pretty. It's, it's our pretty dude. Hilarious. It's our dude Pollock. Um. Wait, I gotta find it with the slow mo. Yeah, you need the video for this because it's it's it'll do it justice. I'm sure all the people in the chat probably have seen it. You guys are baseball fiends, just fiends. Silent pod. Yeah, I'll go. On. I'll talk about the the series a little Thank bit you. more than that. I mean, Kopech. We all were wondering what he was going to do. He goes four innings pitch, one earned run. Uh, the bullpen was really good for the for the um, White Sox as well. Here it is, Jake. So they come back. And then Baez hits two outs, two outs to to go to extras. Mm. (laughs) So for people not watching, Pollock closes his glove early. It hits the top of his glove, then hits the wall. Then he catches it. So they called it out initially because it looked like he just bobbled it, then caught it. Then they went to replay and they go, no, in between it hit the wall, which means they had to like, as if it continued, and then the runner, there was a runner on third. That's baseball, baby. Yeah. So it's a pretty weird walk-off in Detroit to win game one. Opening day. Yeah. 
not a tough, uh, not an easy place to go play. So shout out White Sox for like overcoming a random opening day loss and and winning the next two games. It's just it goes to show you how you know good of a team that they are. Ten one, the final game, Kopech versus your guy Scooball. Got a lot of his baseball cards. Come on, man. Come on. Trev needs it. Austin Meadows, four hits. Let's go. That's nice for him. Get off to a hot start with your new team. Yeah. Um, and, and Meadows had a big hit in um, in that first game, I believe. Or maybe it was the next game. You're all over it. Don't worry about it. I would get them all. I'm getting them all confused now. There's too many games. There's too many games. Too many games. Dylan C. I want to. I want to talk briefly about the Astros Angels. We know. I, I love Angels fans. I've been. I've become part of Angels Twitter a little bit. Um, they were feeling themselves after the freeway series with the Dodgers mm-hmm. before the actual season. Like they came out, they crushed Bueller. I think they crushed Urias as well. Feeling saucy. The Astros just came in and did the damn thing, dude. The Astros Astros just came and were the Astros. But that was also some good ball. I know the Angels fans are a little in the dumps right now, or or at least they're trying to talk themselves into, hey, that was a good series against a good team. Joe Madden even had to come out and say that. He said, I think we played really good against a really good team. We're right there with them. That's not something you want to hear your manager say, to be honest with you. Like, You know you're a major league baseball team. You don't have to have your manager come out and say, we can play with those guys. It's like, no, we're all big leaguers here. Uh, but Thor, I feel bad for Nate. I feel bad for Nate's bullpen. The Angels bullpen had a rough couple games. Our starters Where, did all right. What is Nate saying in the chat? What do you got, Nate? No, I'm a big Halos guy. Now our starters did all right. Cindergard, you circle that, and you hope that's the that's the move on point from this series. Uh, yeah, I mean there was a fear factor if they went 0 for four. I mean I think it became Raffle Angels. You got one. Keep it moving. Houston will be there. I mean, Framberler or Keedy, uh, even Verlander, dude. Three punchies on Otani. Got a couple calls. Otani gave <laughs> Otani gave the ump a little like, hey, like I know who he is, but you know who I am, right? Um, but yeah, Houston, Houston's gonna be there. I think Bradley had a tough inning. You know, just look at that game three because the Syndergaard loop to Para and that—that's the plan. It went well. So you just say that one will do that over and over and over again. Um, I Brout, felt like Homer. I felt like there was just a lot of offense and um, good hitting early on, which usually I feel like is not the case. You're talking about league wide, league wide, yeah. Like I saw, like every time I was checking the scores, there were so many. It was like ten run games. A lot of good at bats. Yeah. yeah, some good at best. I'm, I, I brought up Trout's homer. I, I don't know if you guys saw it or not. 99, Ryan Stanek, my guy, tried to blow a piece of cheese by him. I think it was a one-two count, and Trout just absolutely put the ball in the orbit, baby. Mm. Like, up into the rocks in center field. That guy's a menace, dude. He's a freaking menace. He's not bad. Not bad. He good. He's not bad. You want to watch it again, Trev? Here you go. Yes, I do. Put it up. My, you know I love this shit. Put it up. Mm. That's trout swing. Yeah, don't don't throw it. I don't there. see it, but I know what it looks like. Don't don't oh, here it comes. Don't throw oh, it oh. There. Just don't throw it that there. That swing's a joke, bro. Don't throw it there. It's too easy. Whatever. 
It's, it's too easy. It's, it's so fucking powerful. It's easy and vicious, like in the same motion. Yeah. yeah. Two more series. I mean, how much time do we got? Do we got to go through them all? We got the Rangers, the Blue Jays, which was seemingly a slugfest. It was now that I'm looking at the scores. Back, backyard Brad. Yeah. Whoops. Two yeah. homers. He actually led the series off against Barrios, which set the tone. Yeah, I actually, I went through, I looked at every single pitch Barrios threw because I was like, what the fuck? He, no, not injured, but he didn't get out of it. And uh, he actually didn't look that bad. I, don't, I watched every pitch. He just missed the strike zone by an inch, like 80% of the time, and they just weren't chasing. And then mm. he got behind, then he, then he made sure he hit the strike zone, and they, they hit him. But I, I actually... I was expecting to be like, ooh. And then I and I was watching. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, Blue Jays fans. Like, are you discouraged? Because the result's awful. But I was watching him. I wasn't that bad. Ryu, I'm a little more scared about. And I didn't get a chance to go watch what happened to Ryu. But I feel like it's been a while now since we've seen Ryu Ryu. Didn't he have a rough year last year? Did he ride the train at some point? Some up and downs. They hit the ball hard, though, the Blue Jays. like Both ways. Yeah. Nuts. Both ways. I think uh, I'm interested to see, uh, again, things that potentially matter first week of the season. Are the Texas Rangers a hitting team? I think that was one of the TPP things that jumped out to us. Like, that lineup, you know, Seager, Simeon, but we were still like, ah, there's some gaps. Like, Adelise Garcia and Nate Lowe, the two guys that Nathaniel Lowe, early settler, um, they also added small pieces around them, some not so small, like Mitch Garver, Look at some of those career numbers. That's not mm-hmm. so small. Backyard Brad, Trev's breakout guy. Um, like, they added pieces that are, are – is the Texas Rangers lineup going to be a thing this year? Because, let's be honest, that offense has been dead for – since the new stadium, at least. It's kind of funny. Like, if you think about what we talked about in our TPP with the Rangers, we're like, well, who, they got to, like, score a ton of runs because they're going to give up some runs, and that's kind of what happened. <laughs> You know, they need to score more runs, which is going to be tough. If you want to bank on a, a bounce-back start, if you want to sprinkle a little cash, mm. I, I guarantee you next start for Burrios will be really good. Okay. Wow. Guaranteed cash. Yeah, he, he's, an, he's an adjustment maker. Well, John John Gray to the IL, that doesn't help Texas's pitching. Damn. But, Trev, you say you yes. got something for them to sprinkle. I'll just go right to DraftKings then because you also have your World Series prediction, which is still live mm. at DraftKings. Mm. Trevor Plouffe announces World Series prediction for the 2022 season. Those odds better be going up. The Brew Crew yeah. let me down for a series. Ah, first series. First series. It's live. The Braves went 0-4. If nice. you go to the if you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it should be a big banner right at the top. Trevor Plouffe's prediction. You can sprinkle some money on that because he got it insanely correct last year. You can also bet five dollars on any game and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. For, and you can bet $5, win 200 and free bets if your team wins their game. Promo code John Boyd, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 21 plus. Restrictions apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. All right? So don't be acting like they didn't. Show notes for me. Okay. More details. Don't come at them. They have their permission. MLB granted their permission. Allowed. Yeah. yeah. They said, we'll give you permission, but you just better let everyone know that we gave it to you. A lot of people coming at me about the brew crew already. 
lot of people. Oh, you're an idiot. You know what <sighs> makes me mad? Tell them to lick a cut. Yeah. People are like, you're a one hit wonder. I'm like, bro, no. I mean, like, maybe. First right? of all, no, I'm not because we this season I'm going to hit it again. Second of all, to even hit it once is yeah. a miracle. You, yeah, doofus. Holy man! All right, we have the uh, international recap. International, international, international. Mm, yeah, the internet. Actually, we just kind of did that with the Blue Jays. Anyway, Trev, interleague play. Here we go. My people, two of my former teams going at it. The Oakland A's go into Philadelphia. We get to see the fearsome five, and the Phillies take care of business. 9-5 in game one, 4-2 in game two before the Athletics. Ask the age-old question, what can Brown do for you in game three? Uh, Seth Brown with a go-ahead knock. Uh, A's take that one four to one. Uh, the Phillies hit okay. You know, a couple of the guys went off. Uh, Hoskins went off. They're still looking for some offense from uh, Rio Muto and Harper. They'll get going for sure. Uh, the A's didn't hit much either. Uh, but the Phillies starting pitchers were effective, and the A's were not. Gene Segura also had four hits with two homers and a double. Like I mentioned, Hoskins, he had four hits with a homer and a double. For the A's, there are a couple standouts. Kemp had four hits. Christian Pache making his A's debut. Uh, three hits with a double. And no other A's hitter uh, records more than two hits. Schwarber did have the leadoff homer in uh, the debu- in his debut game, game one, first at bat. Uh, Montas did not look good in that one. Uh, big trade piece for the A's. Frankie gives up five earned runs in five innings pitch. Our guy Gibby might hear about him a little bit later. I uh, go seven, shutties, ten, freaking K's. Really, Gibby? If Gibby can get it going, look out. The Phils are here to stay. Like I said, Seth Brown had to go ahead RBI. It was a single in the sixth inning of game three, you know, to save the A's from getting swept. Uh, but Philly looks good. They take care of business. Two out of three games. And that, my friends, is what happened in the international interleague play. Great job, Trevor. Great Thanks. job. Great job. Phillies, I feel like, had a lot of good stuff happen to lose yeah. two games. Like They didn't lose oh, two oh, games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. To, to, to... Okay. They had a lot of good stuff happen. It felt like, I hope they're excited. They, I guess the same thing as the Yankees. They lost game three, so maybe it changed a little bit. But, I mean, Schwarber's home run to open it up was awesome. Harper hits an home run later. Castellanos got his home run. Right, Gibby was awesome. Gibby was nasty. I was at my favorite bar. Ten Ks. Ten Ks. It's the A's. They stink. I was at my favorite bar in the Bay Area, right outside the Bay. Most people will say, and watching A's highlights. And Kemp made a defensive play. I don't know if anyone saw it, but it was very nice. My Jess's friend Tony. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've been at a wedding with Tony. How do we all know Tony we in some roundabout Tony. way? So that's my A's. I think I that's my, that's my A's update. It was like a full Superman live. And I was diving. I was with my friends who were A's fans, but kind of not anymore. And they were like, they traded everyone, but they got all these guys that uh, are good, right? And I was like, no, they were kind of good like when you were an active fan. Now they're getting 500 grand to just be there. Hmm. He was like, oh, they got all the guys. No, more back. than that, James. Remember, league minimum is up, baby. Oh, yeah. And they got Bose headphones now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Manfred gave him all Bose headphones to say, hey, let's 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 try to get along. Peace. That's perfect. Way to go. That solves it all. Finally, peace within baseball. Uh, Gibby, like you said, again, hopefully that's something that's important this year. You know, we forget how good Gibby was for Texas when he got traded. 19 starts at 287. If they're getting that from Gibby, even for the first half of the season, like these Phillies that we all kind of fell in love with a little bit when you really look at that lineup. Um, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, the A's lineup. Eh, eh. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Next series, a big one for the Phillies. Mets coming into town. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that'll be a heated battle. But man, they those boys do look good in the in in uh, Phillies pinstripes, don't they? Like Schwarber and Castellanos. It, it definitely elongates Schwarber a little yeah. bit, which he needs. I Schwarber? think. I mean, he's had that with the Cubs. So uh, he like had a bomb, right? I like Schwarber. For, yeah, I said that. I like that. Phil's you don't like him? No, I say I do. I like like that home run. There's certain people that hit home runs that I that just make me feel like excited. So like I got like when when Schwarber gets a hold of one, it's pretty it's like, yes, that's baseball. That's nice. Let's go Reese Hoskins. Four for nine, double and a home run, three ribbies, three walks. Like I want to see Reese. I want to see him truly be one of those guys. You know, okay. a Castellanos or, you know, a Rio Muto. Like, he has the all the potential in the world, especially offensively, to go and, and put himself with those guys. And I want to see him do that this year. Like, that's – I want to see this Phillies team cook. Well, go look, go look at Reese Hoskins' stat page when you get a second. So, sometimes Phillies fans act like he's, he's a problem. <laughs> that's not what the stats say. 865 career OPS. <laughs> yeah. You guys, Sheesh. you guys want to go to the second half of the episode? Are uh, there? Yeah, I think the it's only going thing, too fast. Only thing I want to say was uh, we didn't really mention Rays Orioles, and that's because the Rays raised and the Orioles stink. I hate them. The Rays, go the, Rays. The, the Rays are the Rays. Uh, I hate the Orioles. The Rays have good speed. Wander got like a infield hit. I think Randy got one or Margot uh, when they rallied. They had a sack fly. They they had some good movement around the infield via speed. Wander was their two-hole hitter. They have two lows in the lineup again, so mm-hmm. that's upsetting. Mm-hmm. And um, who was playing first for them? Herman? For the Rays? Yeah. Choi or... Yandi? Or? What? No, it was neither of them. Who was playing first for the Rays is the question. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Harold Ramirez? Yeah, Harold, Harold. He made a nice play as well. Yeah. Three for seven, Harold Ramirez? Yeah. No, the, I mean, I watched a lot of, I was, I was flipping around. They just looked crisp. The race. Wander with a uh, casual six for 11 to get the season started, kid. You know what was mean? Shane McClanahan hit Cedric Mullins. First pitch of the season. What the hell? It's like, dude, Mullins is trying to just exist here. Please be cool about it. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Don't do it. Orioles don't count. Okay, fine. Fucking raise. Orioles are a triple. Who took team. the under on them? You, that was you. You're the fool this year. 
I was the fool last year. You're the fool this I'm year. I'm drinking Ray's Haterade, and that's fine. But I'm <laughs> drinking more Orioles because it is now year five that not only are they not competitive, they're not close to being not competitive. They will. The Orioles will choose a team in the AL East and beat up on them. I don't think they will, dude. Rays have won like 15 straight against them. Yeah, but so it's not the Rays. I don't think they have a team this year. They've, they always yeah. have a team, it feels like. They might be sub-50 wins. Mm. You can tell that to Kevin. I'm so over the Orioles. Kevin texted me during the show and said the Orioles haven't lost at home yet. Yeah. I said, you're <laughs> demented. <laughs> <laughs> Orioles wins by year. 2018, 47. 2019, 54. 2020 was the shortened season. 2021 was 52. Mm. Mm. It's pathetic. You don't like Dude, that. Dude, that is miserable. That's pathetic. Trey Mancini, ch- Jesus. They won eight games against the Yankees last year. Doesn't deserve it's that. Not, that's like not even, honestly, I'm going to tell you this right now. It's like you're not even in the big leagues. Because you're not. not. You're not in it. You're just there. Guys. I've played on, I, I've played on a 100-loss team. It is brutal. You feel like you're not part of the league. You feel like you can't compete in the league. And it hurts, man. It hurts. And to have to go through that for how many years? Four in a row minus the, the 2020 season? Holy shit, man. Go-O's. Beat up on the Red Sox this year. Please. Mount Castle, good start. Hey, please. 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 Go 8-11 go against the Sox. Please. Not the Yanks. Because I'm very scared it's going to be the Yankees. Not this year. Oh, you didn't if even I... talk about the Yankees. They look pretty good. <laughs> Don't tell Yankees fans that. But yes, I agree, Trev. I, I am very happy with uh, the way they look. There's, 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 you know, problematic. Yankee fans are mad at what? They no, just took two y- Yankee fans thought the team looked good, but there's a couple players that they are isolating. Oh, you guys are already off here. of IKF. Like, let's already. Just, we were before never, the season started. Never been on, dog. <laughs> yeah, never been on. So that's un, that's unfair to say. We're don't you can't be like you guys are off him after three games. We were off him after zero okay. games. So that's fair enough. That's fair. Yankee Fair fan, enough. Yankee fans think have, about this. Like literally full sights on Aaron Hicks a little too quickly. Yeah, I know. I, think about this for IKF at least. Okay, Hicks, go after. He's been in pinstrides for a long time. Okay. First freaking series against the Red Sox. Like the guy's gonna be a little nervous out there. It's not easy to play. You guys pride yourself on that. It's no, it's, it's tough. not. He's gonna he be look, okay. I think I think he'll look better for sure. He will. But what's what does it look like in the end? It's a different if it's a different story, but you can't say that we're off him after three games because we were never on him. Never on, and him. we made it Fine. a point to say you tweeted you tweeted to Rangers fans and asked them about his kind of falafel. What did they say? Uh, uh, Rangers fans kind of cracked me up in their responses because they said, "Oh, he's good at short, but he's better at the corners," and it's like you don't want to hear that. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was a lot of it. Um. Did you, can you watch the footage I posted? I posted every single play he got. And can you tell me your thoughts privately, not publicly? He looks like a third baseman or second baseman playing shortstop. He was very nervous. He was like visibly kind of nervous. But I need your off the record thoughts. Okay, I'll give it to you off the record. And I'll trust you. And if you tell me no, like whatever, he's fine. Okay. 
I'm addicted to the word mid, and someone in the replies last night said that Aaron Hicks and Joey Gallo were having a mid-off. <laughs> I can't stop laughing about it. <laughs> Dude, mid's gone. Somebody told me. Mid's out. Well, Trev, once you started saying out. it, once we started saying yeah. it, it's exactly. fucking dead. Yeah. Exactly. And I realized that, James. I realized it's dead because I said it. Yeah. Yeah. I so we're it. fucked. Like, what are we supposed to do? I have to make my own lingo, I think, is basically what's going on. Kills me. Yeah. Okay. Second half of the show. Mid right now. Mm. We got one ad left. I'll save it after this part. We'll go it later. Do we have a sound effect for this? Or do we just say it? I got to get back into the groove of the show. Back. Next up. Standout stand performance. Oh, yeah. Standout performance. This is your first year listening to the show. I mean, in the offseason, we have no structure. And during the season, we have a lot of structure. We have a lot of segments. And uh, this is standout performances. Now, this is a one-game, usually, award. Like, that's why pitchers usually get it. But it's a one-game award. This dude. We each get to choose one. Uh, Jake, you get to go first mm. since you let us off. Mm. You get you tell us who you chose, yeah. who's getting your standout performance, and you get tell us why. I am taking a guy who is the definition of not mid. Um, I'm taking Trev's guy, Byron Buxton. Um, mm. You guys know when I'm giving out an award, I usually find a way to pat myself on the back. I had Buxton as my sleeper MVP candidate. Uh, if you're sprinkling a little cheddar on someone with steep odds, the numbers in his recent games are insane. Um, he had a two homer day. He ended up in three straight homers. Uh, and Trev, you like that highlight we just showed of Michael Trout uh, hitting that 99 up and out of the park. Buck Daddy caught one 105 miles per hour. The second fastest pitch that's ever been hit by a home run by a Minnesota twin. And dude, you talk about fast twitch muscles. Watch the swing. You've never seen someone less freaked out by 101 uh, up in the zone. Buck Daddy is a freak. Uh, some of the ways you can dice up his numbers, put him in a company literally by himself um, for what he does uh, on the offensive and defensive sides of the baseball. Um, I'll give a shout-out to our guy Fuzzy. Buxton's last 103 games, 35 homers, a 159 OPS+, plus, and 21 defensive runs saved. This guy is a freak show. He signed the extension, it's it genuinely at this point like I think for a couple years there was a question like is Buxton has he fully figured it out or there's some fluky stretches the numbers for a while when he's been on the baseball field have been freak show and he's showing it off my god keep him healthy my god I think I posted a video of his homework or else I was going to, and I didn't Let me look at my Twitter here, but he is, he is something else. And like, it does look like he's uh, someone in the, in the chat said, it looks like he's a baseball player on a video game set to a hundred. Yeah. Like he can just kind of do it all. He reminds me of like, you ever play like Mario Kart. You have Yoshi. He's like, just like way too fast to control. Like, that's kind of how I feel like if I had, Buck skills in my body. That's what would happen. I would just like run into the walls all the time because he just, he's an elite athlete like that plays baseball. Like he could do anything, like his body, he could make his body do anything. And you're right, that pitch that he did hit out for the homer, 
he doesn't get he doesn't get there in years past. He has toned down his swing a little bit. A lot of excess movement gone from that setup. So he's really getting set there. Just a little turn. Bam. He lets that thing loose. Talk about fast twitch muscles. Byron Buxton is. I hope that everyone gets to see the guy play 162. Now that everyone's talking about him, like from what he did last year before he got hurt, starting off the year like he has this year, I think he's going to be in the national focus, uh, especially for baseball. So shout out, Byron. Buck daddy. 101. Top of the zone, two-run homer to take the lead. Eighth inning. Just feels Imagine like the guy behind him will get it done if he does oh, Audio's that, on. Dude. Little audio will get BBD to bring it up. Imagine you had Buxton's tools in your body. What would that God. look like? God, it would I, would. I would be the most popular Instagram in the world. People <laughs> literally wouldn't believe it because <laughs> it's not how it works. It's a violent swing. Dude, he's kind of got not, the, he's kind of got the old Trevor Plouffe seventy thirty. Like he he realizes he's, he's strong enough that he doesn't have to like rock it all. He's just back, ball gone. Look at that torque. He, yeah, he used to have a leg kick and a lot of movement, and then he got down in his legs. And then mm. he's just found a spot where he feels comfortable. And dude, I'm gonna talk about Bobby Witt and his swing in a little bit. Mm. Like when you get a guy and you can finally get to a point where you're quiet and you can just basically say, put this barrel to the ball. And that's all you have to worry about. Right now, that's all that Buck is doing right now. He's he's locked in, he's got his setup perfect. It's just meeting the uh the bat to the ball, and then you know, 150 miles an hour off the bat, no big deal. That torque's got me torqued. Uh, by the mm. way, we forgot about his fun extension. Eleven million available in bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> Just gotta get voted MVP. Just win the MVP, dude. All right, I'm up next. My standout performer, small glove, big face, Framber Valdez. Mm. I was watching the Angels-Astros game, and here's two sentiments that I fully understand. The public doesn't love talking about the Astros in a positive light still. They love talking about Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani struck out seven in like four innings. I get it. I was watching the game. I was perusing Twitter. I was on the feeds. I was in the baseball mindset. And I couldn't understand why no one was talking about Framber. So I had to tweet out about Framber. And it felt like, I mean, I looked up at one point And I was like, hey, world, do you not understand that He's 6.2, zero earned runs. He had one hit at that time because it was before he got taken out. And he had only thrown like 60 pitches after six innings or something like that. I mean, this is the Angels lineup. That's got Otani and Trout and Rendon and everybody that people have been screaming about and fucking Duffy's batting cleanup. He actually did have two hits. He was like the guy. He's a good hitter. I know, I know, I know. But people were just saying cleanup, but... I mean, Framber, he he uh, had uh, induced 11 ground balls. It was sinker heavy. The curveball had a 40% swing and miss. He was in control of the whole game. He wasn't throwing too many pitches. He's got a big face, a little glove, and he's badass. I love that we found Framber very early. We love Framber. We've been on him. You're totally right. What's impressive about him is the control of all of his pitches. You know, you got a guy that has good stuff, but that can pinpoint location with it. Like we've talked about this a bunch on here. He, he 
presents balls as strikes, and then they're just not strikes. And he gets a lot of soft contact. Has he? Does he make a lot of plays with that little glove? That's one uh, thing that I'm not so sure. How is he defensively? Maybe he needs a little bit bigger glove. I'm gonna go. Look, I'm, I'm going gonna, to look I, that up. Right I, I got now. it. I'm gonna go query that because that's go. that's gonna be a lot of fun. He's a man list, listed 5'11", 239. Two oh lies right there. Uh, What's he listed? 5'11", 239. <laughs> just two lies off the bat. A, that's a height no one is, and you know, 239. Five ten, two forty-five. The fuck puts two thirty-nine? <laughs> like round your weight off. Framber. You do digits of five, and everyone knows that. That is a joke in the clubhouse. Uh, he's awesome, and we, we mentioned it a little bit in the Astros uh, TPP. Like he was twenty-two starts a three-one-four uh, last year. Kind of his his biggest, easily his most innings pitch. Like if Framber has another step. Um, he's like kind of a bona fide one, which uh, then Houston's got more options up top. Mm. Good choice, James. You got his defensive stats yet? I don't have his stats. I have, uh, you know, every ball hit to him last year. <laughs> Queued up. So I, I, we just like have BBD just put it on screen. and Just and, keep it rolling. And just roll Just it. the rest of the episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't, uh, my bad. At least we have this set up now. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Hold on, BB. I'll I'll raise it up a little bit. So it's better. Okay. I'll just let this run. I mean, I didn't, I didn't query this by like plays that he made. So there could be errors in here. I just did ball like Framber's pitching and the balls hit back to him. Okay. Framber. Yeah. Cat. Yeah. Athlete. Oh, there's your guy. IKF, a couple Yanks. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he used the little glove. Yeah. There. That was all <laughs> okay. So that was an error that the, the, the runner got to third on. There he is. Look at that guy. Swinging bunt triple. He might be 239. I think he's slimmer than you think because the face is just face so big. Is big. Oh, where, what happened there? That was not good. Okay. But yeah. if you say 239, that means you're so self-conscious about the 240. That, like, that means there you go. Right into the little glove. You're a meal away from 240. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say I'm, I'm betting Framber's not a stellar defensive operator. Oh, he's playing with a bare there hand go. out there. There you go. <laughs> That's a nice play. That was right a nice there. play. I read as you said that. Okay. Deflection. No. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. We're making right. Fram into something here. All right. Got him. All right. Nice. We ended on a good one. Huge stuff. So great job, James. Thank you. Moving on to mine. People are going to be mad because I think they want to talk about Stephen Kwan, who mm. was eight for 10 and has had big games. I can't do it. I gave the mm. I gave Steve to foolish baseball. Mm. So my pick for standout performance is going to be an old head. Adam freaking Wayne Wright. He goes six innings pitch, no earned runs, six Ks, five hits, and guess what? No walks. That's my favorite thing. Adam Wainwright knows exactly what he's got behind him. Elite defense behind him. Goes ahead and gives them exactly what they need. And without Jack Flaherty right now, Wainwright needs to, you know, be Adam Wainwright. And how old is he right now? He's 40 years old, going to turn 41 this year, still doing it. And I think 
for the last couple of years when he continues to come back and, and, and play, people have been skeptical. Like, can he continue to do it? We're seeing guys age better than ever in the game, and Wainwright is a prime example of that. Him and Yachty doing the thing just kind of feels like baseball to me. Opening weekend, St. Louis, like all that. It was just very, not nostalgic, but it just felt right. And then to see him go out there and deal was really cool. So shout out Wainwright. Uh, plays the guitar too, so you know that kind of gets me going a little bit. Uh, but nice nice start to the year. And, and, and one they definitely need when they have some injuries on the pitching front. Wayno. Mm. He got our boy Kotak on a nice 3-2 yacker. And then I bet money on DraftKings that Kotak's next at bat, he was going to put the first ball in play because he didn't want to get deep into the count against Wayno again. It's great. It was great odds, like plus 400. And I was right. Kotak wanted to swing right away. But Wayno was also had the same exact thought process. He threw him a changeup first pitch. Oh. And he grounded out. But I won. I hit my bet. So that's great. Yeah, one dollar, one seven dollars. Boom, boom. Damn. Kotuck, uh, two games, no hits. It's okay. It's okay. Get it's back okay. in there. Wayno's tough. Yeah. A lot of other guys have stand-up performances. I know we're going to go into Enfuego and stuff like that, so yeah. chill out, chat. People uh, are yelling at us. We got yeah. segments. They can look at cut. Bailey, never been any Baileys in MLB until last year, and now now we have two of them. So foolish baseball, I mean, yeah, changing I, the game. I don't know what's going on there. So who is it? It's Bailey Ober. And then the Phillies got a guy named Bailey Falter. Whoa, that's yeah. like that. Bailey Falter's got a John Boy kind of look. Bailey Freeman. Don't that's don't. Hey, he doesn't give out that. What he did that. You think Bailey Falter looks like me? No, I think he's got the kind of look you like from a player. Oh, he's got a look. Yeah, maybe he's got long red hair, red beard, <laughs> and he's on the Phillies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shout out to the Baileys. Yeah. Uh, I said I said first name Bailey. Guys, otherwise I would have talked about Sweetwater. Bailey from yeah. 1946. Trev's guy, Homer Bailey. Yeah. Yeah, me and Homer been in and some shit together. Me, uh, Trev, it was and Homer Bailey in South America. Venezuela. Sweetbread. Sweetbread Bailey. Sorry, Sweetbread. 1919 Sweetbread. to 1921. Sweetbread Bailey. Uh, Evan really, Gaddis. Me, uh, you, yeah, and Homer yeah. Bailey. What was that? The U16 team we were all on? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was. Yeah. <laughs> Gaddis. That was fun. I got bad news. No. No. Yeah. No, dude. I already got really bad news. Dude, can you turn my soundboard on? Don't do it. Trump watch. Now, uh, Trev, last year, the connection would get bad, and he would leave, and we would do the robot picture. It's a great picture. Shout out, (laughs) Nina, who drew that. Uh, I think, Trev, you're sticking around. Are you staying and hiding for slump watch? BBD covered up. This is a tough decision for me because it's going to dictate how the rest of the year goes. I don't really want to hear about guys. I have a great idea. You can talk, but you will be covered by Robot Trev for Slump. I think Robot Trev needs to be here. Because you talking behind him is really funny. It's a symbol. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk. You guys can handle this. I will be here, though, in case I need to step in. Now, Slump Watch gets confusing uh, for a lot of people, especially Trev, but I think only kind of Trev, if we're being honest. People get put on Slump Watch. Then they can earn their way off. So right. we really only put people on Slump Watch 
that we want off. Right. We want to get him going again. It's a nice thing. It's like, hey, this dude struggled this series, but he's. we think we can will him to get off. Jake, who do we got? So, Jim, uh, we got some guys, you know, for the first slump watch. Like, you're right. Through the year, we find out about guys that are kind of regulars on slump watch. You get some hot and cold guys. We're going to start with the O for crew. Um, first weekend of the season, a lot of players, you just need to see a one in the hit column or something. We had some big boys put up offers. Our guy, Kike Hernandez. 0 for 13 to start the year, and we're big Sox guys, so we want him to get off the schneid. Uh, I've got a couple guys I actually have exemptions for for some walks. Trev's guy, Alex Kirilov, 0 for 12. Come on, young fella, get it going. Salvi Perez coming off the best power-hitting season a catcher's ever had, 0 for 12. It's a tough sport, guys. Carson Kelly, 0 for 11. Kevin Smith, 0 for 11. Miguel Sano, the big fella. He puts up an 0 for 10. Jim, I had two guys on here. I'm going to remove and add one. Dalton Varsho and Tommy Pham, 0 for 11, 0 for 13. But they had a bunch of walks. Uh, Tommy Pham had four walks. So did Varsho. So, like, they're getting pitched around. They're on base percentages fine. The hits are going to come. I am going to add one guy from my halos, Joe Adele, 0 for 9, seven strikeouts, leading the league in strikeouts. Are people going to start calling him Jadel? Jadell, um, I don't know. Just quicker? I don't know. Uh, and he had a really tough throw from the outfield. I don't know if you guys saw that. The one that went like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he'd throw it home and got to first base. That's so. an old beep, beep throw from a the, little, the Yankees days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I have a proposition for you. Sure. I say no one goes on slump watch because it's only the first series, except Kike Hernandez because he bet his entire salary that he wouldn't go hitless on live television. So we got to kind of watch that. It's important. Like, if Kike goes hitless tomorrow and then has a season-ending injury, he made an awful bet. Just an awful bet. He put his salary on the line. I don't talk about that. Just saying. I don't talk about that. Torkelson, no hit. Um, It's the first slump watch. It's the first slump watch. All right. No one's on. It's the first slump watch. No one, one of these guys goes over again. We'll know about it. Yeah, we'll see it. All right, Trev, you can come back now because we're going to talk about some good stuff. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. I always forget that we have that dirt nasty. What you got? Song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just. Song. I was like, who is this guy talking? It's just the. It's on the soundboard. Just says in fuego. And it's like, what do you want to say, I, Trev? You I, had something. I heard you guys talk about Joe Adele. Yeah, Jadell. I am rooting for. I don't like Jadell. Joe Adele's a great name. Who the hell would like Jadell? He has the offensive numbers in the minor leagues. Uh, enough where you say they're going to translate. But I'm watching him right now. I watched him face Bobby Miller uh, in that freeway series we referenced earlier and just get his doors blown off by Velo. If there's any Angels fans in the chat, which I think Nate is in there. Is, is that the problem with Velo? Because it sure looks like it. Like he's getting overmatched by velocity right now. And that is not a good sign. And he had Because a, you, you know what the, the name of the game is now. Velocity. Uh, it's still baseball. But velocity plays though. a big part in baseball. Yeah. I hope he gets it going, man. But, you know, he hasn't. It hasn't looked great. Tough first series. Just turned 23. He looked... Yeah, that's so true. Looked, He's so freaking good young. good enough yeah. in spring. They got rid of Upton. So, it's a uh, first series. 
He's going to come off okay. so much. That's fine. Give me it fine. again, Jim. Give me some dirt. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Trev, I'll reward you. Uh, and Bailey. And actually Fuzzy again. Steven Kwan. Rich homie Kwan goes 8 for 10. Couple doubles, three walks, a hit by pitch. How's your 857 on base percentage? Some Storielli blitzball numbers for my guy, Steven Kwan. Uh, Matt Olson, Mary, my daughter. Uh, he goes 8 for 14 with a yacker in his Braves debut. Nolan Arenado, a little 6 for 12 with two homers. Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. He is barreling Everything. Two homers. Uh, Profar with a good start. Good for you, kid. How about my guy, Breggy Smalls? We're a huge Houston company. He gets two homers, six for 14. Can he canna? Mark canna, seven for 10. Very sexual. Uh, The side-by-sides of him and Starling Marte are like, oh, sexy guy, not sexy guy. You take your vote on who? Jeff McNeil. Also with a hot start for the Mets. A big pivot point. Uh, if McNeil is back again doing pesky things for Los Mets, that could be important for them. So uh, that's our Enfuego list. What are you looking up? Pictures of Canna and uh, Marte. I mean, there, there was one side shot. Like they were literally showing the outfield and it was Marte and Canna. And, like, Marte had the chest open, yeah. the chain out, just like. Mm. Do you see the, I mean, the, the gif of Marte when he's yelling at the national Nationals for hitting, and then he kind of, like, flips his jacket and, and like, peacocks his yeah. chest out? It's like, Feathers okay. out. Yeah. I like that. I, I want that. You like any of those guys, Trev? No. Giancarlo Stanton, huh? Mm. That's your guy right now. I, I love... When he's doing well, how much praise he gets. And then it sucks when he's not doing well or hurt because he does get shit on a lot. But when he is hot, he's one of the he's one of the most fun people to watch swing a bat. Maybe that's ever played baseball. Well, like I don't know something he, that's been arcing me about swinging, Trev. Tell me. People keep saying, and I understand Giancarlo's got a weird swing. But like cross baseball, like when he, you know, he can look so bad on one swing and then he can hit. It's like, yeah, who the fuck like looks good on swing and misses when they're like chasing curveballs in the dirt all the time. It's, I think it's become like 10 years ago. There was a saying where like, do you know the difference between a fly ball and a home run is a quarter of an inch. And then everyone said that all the time. And it's like, yeah, the bats one inch wide. (laughs) So duh. And now I feel like it's the same thing where people keep tweeting when he doesn't get it, he looks awful. But when he hits it, my God. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like when he's hot, he's hot. When he's cold, he's cold. That makes a so lot of sense. It's baseball. Yep. When they chase a curveball or slider out of the zone, no one's ever done that. And they're like, oh, but that was a good-looking swing. And that's so all. Just, I'm I mean, on that. Yeah, don't. If you're a baseball fan, understand that the swing isn't the problem most of the time. It's timing. It's your vision. It's the way the pitchers are manipulating the strike zone. Like, mm-hmm. You don't control the variables. That's what makes hitting so damn hard. You can look very foolish, especially if you're a guest hitter. But Stanton's locked in right now. How many games in a row against the Yank or the Red Sox? The Homer like six was six, but it, like it, that. Ended. it was it, six. It ended yesterday. Yeah, that's what you want out of your dude in pinstripes, a guy that can go and do that. So 
he was hot. Uh, who else? I mean, Bregman was definitely hot. Arenado. Everybody in the chat's been asking us to talk about what he did. Uh, I mean, he's a hell of a player. What do you want us to say? We know that. Colorado, you're stupid for letting mm. this guy go. And paying for him. And you're paying for him <laughs> on the Cardinals. All-time third baseman. Here you go, Sam. Good Lewis. for Matt Olson. Get this guy out of here. Matt Olson has a lot of good days. Yeah, he's rich. Tall, rich. Hey, they they give you that contract, Jake. Friend of mine. What's uh forget about like, you know, buying your mom a house. Sure. We don't want to hear about any of that. What are you gonna spend that money on? First thing you buy for yourself. Oh, man. That's tough. Like real money. What am I getting? Like real money. I don't know. You Dude, a car it'd, guy? It'd be something no, it'd be something loser. It'd be like a indoor golf simulator, like at my house. That's not a bad that's not bad right there. I like that. And that would just be like my hobby. You would need the house first. <laughs> Hitting walls into a screen. Trev said after the house. Oh yeah. okay. missed Nothing that. Nothing smart, bro. We're talking about splurgy. House. Okay. James wants a house with a moat. Moat. Two lo- two washers, two dryers. Moat. Oh my. Oh. Like our Arizona house. I sent that a yeah. picture of the Arizona house to Olivia. Well, you said that to me, Trev, because I bought a new washer and dryer, and you're like, you should get double. And then it's been in my head. I was like, do you have double? And you're like, no, but we want no, it. So <laughs> and then the next day, my mother-in-law sent me a picture of double washer and dryer. And she's like, you guys should get this when you get your forever home. And I'm like, okay. So I told Katie, I'm like, hey, let's get this. Everyone's been telling me. And she was like, I don't need that. And I was like, Okay. You will, dude. Once James' clothes get a little bit bigger right now, No, I know. Clothes. You get more kids. So, yeah. That's, oh, that's my scourge. And, and you know what else? Fucking don't stop there. Get two dishwashers. Mm. Just double appliances. Anyways. I got a big fight anyway. with my dishwasher, dude. It, like, doesn't... It just, it just won't stop beeping. Mm. It's like beep for... Like, you know, I'll give you 20 minutes. Max. Like when it's done? When it's done. Oh, and then you know. just like turn yourself off. But Katie likes running it before we go to sleep. So I'm like 3 a.m. Just like turn it off. Like There's beeps. definitely a way you can turn that off. Dude, we tried. Our washer and dryer were beep central. We had like a deep beep day in their new house. People that lived in it before us were just like maniacs. Constant beep central. Beep. Oh, beep dude. Central. It was just the washer and dryer would beep every 30 seconds until you turned it off. They didn't stop. It's fucking okay. Too many beeps. Good job, all the hot hitters. Good job, all the hot hitters. All right, we're going to go to awards now, which is brought to you by Tops Bunt, the official digital trading card of Major League Baseball. It's back for the 2022 season. Collect and trade your favorite players from across the league with baseball fans around the world. Complete sets to earn awards, combine common cards into rarer ones, and more. Bring your card collection to life by setting lineups using cards in real-time scoring fantasy contests. For more info, download the free Tops Bunt app by clicking the link in the description or visiting the App Store or Google Play. Tops Bunt 22. Now we go to awards. I have an idea for that. Can we have Kelsey say awards yeah. and then play her voice? Yeah. Yes, her voice would be good for that. Yeah, I think she says it a lot because she listens to yeah. this show, and then she she's, she would not need instructions. She's do, she knows how to do it. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kels. I know he's already been mentioned 
multiple times for kind of not getting awards. Stephen Kwan, dude, fucking rookie. You get, you're hoping to get a hit your first weekend. He got eight, dude. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Um, no more talk about him, though. I'll go first. I said his word once. You want me to go first? His word. You wish, Trev. Shut up, loser. Um, Trev, I'm giving out first award of the year. Put some South in your mouth. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. Trev's reaction was just what I wanted. Um, we talked a little bit before about Robbie Ray mm-hmm. uh, and how he's a Cy Young winner. He went to a team that just missed the playoffs, how that should be a big deal. There was a guy there was a that went to <clears throat> the best team in baseball last year, and his opening start, he went five innings pitched, 12 strikeouts. Carlos Rodon, who coming off last year, 24 starts, a 2-3-7 ERA. The numbers were nutty. He finished fifth for the Cy Young. Uh, there were some injury questions. You know, the, did the shoulder run out? You know, he had some injuries in the past. He goes to San Francisco, which if there's one coaching staff we've talked about a lot uh, on this podcast... It is the San Francisco Giants. They added this guy. Uh, I know they lost Gossman, who, you know, had some gaudy numbers himself. We kind of didn't know what to do with Rodon. He didn't get the big boy contract. I was re-looking it up today. Well, hey, 21 and a half mil this year. That ain't too shabby. Guess what he threw in there? He's got the opt-out after this year if he wants it. If Rodon throws up another one, he's going to get the insane payday. And guess what? If he doesn't, he still gets 22 and a half next year from the San Francisco Giants. He's another sign that we were just kind of like, eh, well, if he does, he can he. And right now, he can. Uh, the most strikeouts by any of the starting pitchers on opening day. Uh, the southpaw really shoved. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Giants magic might not be Giants magic because the dude's 29 years old, uh, and he's gross. So, shout out. Uh, to Rodon, have another monster year. Shout Love out. It. Good award, I, I remember Rodon South when he came mouth. out. Yeah, South in your mouth. Okay. That's what He's nasty. Mean. Yeah, can be. Put some South in your mouth. Good award. James? Uh, my award is the Got Bucked Award. Mm. Have mm. any guesses? Any guesses? Trev, do you have any guess? Uh, um, Buckstraw Walter. Mm. No, wrong. God, God, CB Buckner. No, CB Buckner did not get this award. Mm. No, he did not. Love no. some CB Buckner. No, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Also wrong. A lot of wrong guesses no. out of you. No, it goes to thirty-one-year-old Robert Suarez. Hmm. Mm. Was doing construction in Mexico from Venezuela. They said, hey, why don't you play baseball? He became the one, one of the best closers in the Mexican League. Then signed a five-year deal, pitching Japan for five years, closers. Padres traded for him. They say, you know what? This dude's going to be our closer. Never even pitched in MLB. Never even pitched in minor league ball in America. They put him in the game. Been hitless. He jumps on the bull. Bucked off. Right away. Sad. Outing. And I wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't a better second outing. But he goes like, walk, walk, wild pitch, hit by pitch, pulled, Stammen comes in, blows it. And I kind of wanted to 
make this word like, hey, don't like like use the shallow end, Padres. Like, why the fuck did you put this guy into a <laughs> that situation in his first ever MLB game? The next game he comes into a couple days later, it's 10 nothing. He gives up a home run, I think the second battery faces, and it's like, oh man, like, come on. Then strikes two guys out, then induces three ground balls, gets back on the horse, riding again. I think we're at net neutral with Robert Suarez, and uh, I love a little redemption story because if that was like, you know, they sent him down to AAA or, or he just like steamrolls. So fact they put him back out there with the 10-0 lead, I thought was great, smart by Bomo. And then he got through it. Gave up another home run, and I was like, oh, no. Mm. It's a cool story to... Maybe to make your MLB debut like that is awesome, but maybe he should have just, you know, went down the bunny slope a couple times. I don't know what they were thinking, Padres. Yeah, that was an interesting... uh, Before the season, they they talked about him like maybe being the closer, and I went and looked up some of the stats, and I was like, this guy's not a... I know he's coming from Japan. I kind of knew a little bit of his backstory, but uh, I looked at his K percentage. not a strikeout guy, and I'm like, this doesn't really work in the big leagues anymore. If you want to be a ninth inning guy, like you kind of have to have some swing and miss stuff. Uh, then he did have that outing. We talk, you know, Taylor Rogers is going over there. Maybe he's going to be the answer. Uh, but I, I'm with you, James. Bo Mel kind of showing um, a little bit of why they brought him in. Get the guy back out there. You know, it's like when your kid falls down and he scrapes his knee and doesn't want to play anymore. No, 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 no. Go back out there. You're fine. Your knee will be fine. Go ahead. It's part of being a kid. Like it's part of being in the big leagues. You're going to get roughed up. It's not the end of the world, not the end of the season by any stretch. You're going to have about 50 more outings, bro. He's throwing so hard. get back out there and do it. He's throwing hard. Is he a short guy? Love it. Is that what someone in the chat saying? 6'2". No. That's not short. Oh, Quan's short. Okay. Quan's a potential short king. Listed 5'9". So I need a, we're going to get our research team on that. Okay. Go Robert Suarez. I think we're all rooting for him. That's such a unique uh, path. And I'm digging all these guys going to you know, Asia, whether it be, you know, Korea or whether it be in Japan, finding a way to reinvent themselves or just get better and then come back over the States. It's, it's, we're seeing a lot of it, especially with pitchers. And I think it's really cool. There's, it's like another option for guys. You don't just have to come slum it in the minor leagues and not get your chance. Like there are ways back to the big leagues other than independent ball. And he's another example of it. Trev, you're up. Good one, Jim. My award, what did I call it? Made it move award. And when I watch baseball, there's certain instances where, you know, I'm like, damn, I like that. It doesn't happen a lot. Uh, I have to really see something special. And usually it has to come uh, with some sort of, at some position that I have knowledge of. Because if I don't, like pitchers, like, you know, I I understand what a good outing is when your pitches look sharp. I understand that, but I'm not going to get super technical on the pitching side. I don't know mechanics. I'm not an expert on mechanics, but I am an expert at third base, Bobby Witt jr. And I put the thread out on Twitter about this play. Um, we all know what he's expected or what is expected of him. He's the top prospect in baseball. Kansas city Royal fans are lucky to have this guy uh, a shortstop. Most of the, most of his way to the minor leagues, I believe he's playing third base, at least in this series, uh, made a hell of a play down the line, body control, bounce pass, the whole thing, James. You know all of the defensive wizardry that I like. It's kind of in one play. Sal Perez was involved in it. 
Um, so I'm giving him the award for that play because it was incredible. And I want everyone just to go to Twitter and check out what I wrote on it because I explained it pretty well there. I'm most likely going to have a sequence episode on it at some point. Um, that and opening day, big league debut, gets the go-ahead knock, the RBI, gets this team to victory. And he's another guy like Buxton who – I don't know his past, what he looked like in the box, but his excess movement is pretty much nil. He's there. I know he didn't have a great series offensively, but the swing plays. Sometimes you just see guys, you're like, that swing plays, he's going to be fine. That's exactly what uh, you're going to see from Bobby Wood Jr. It's fluid. It's it's harsh when it needs to be. Um, but Bobby Wood Jr. is here to say, I, I wasn't really sure what to think about him, I guess is what I'm trying to say prospects come up sometimes you really like him sometimes you don't this guy's the real deal there's no doubt about it he's going to be a stud kansas city like i said you are lucky to have this guy he's an absolute monster so you made a move thank you bobby i really liked your tweet thread i i always like when you break down infield or stuff like that because it's stuff that i don't pick up on and then i retweet it and then i got uh upset about some royals fans who love salvi Perez too much and we're like Salvi yeah. was a big part of that play and it was like no dude it was maybe 10% of it yeah no Sal yeah he moved he he shifted his way into uh, fair ground and it, caught a he didn't blow the play it's a lot of weight but there were people replying to your thread trying to like act like Salvi was the star of that play and I was getting upset with them because you can have it's a favorite fine. player yeah. Bobby Witt was that was a great play what I love about Bobby too is immediately after the play, he went to Sal to say, Hey bro, like, thanks for picking me up. I know I threw you a bounce pass, but you know, thank you for doing it. Sal was not looking at him. It was one of those things where like, he'd go like, Hey bro. And then nobody looks at you. So then you have to put your finger down and like, look away. Like that never happened. Uh, so look, shout out Sal. I love Sal, but Bobby Witt, the play was incredible. Like him. Looks real. Jake likes him. Looks real. He looks real. All right. So to end the show, well, no, first, BBD, who is our yeah. best friend of the week? Best friend of the week. We gave him a quick shout out earlier, but it's Gibby. Seven innings, yes. no earned. 10Ks, just two hits. Didn't walk anybody in the process either. For a pitcher who only plays once every five days or so, Gibby gets a lot of best friends of the week. Yeah. He's a best friend. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Now, start of the year, 10K, seven innings. We the do, other ads must have been mad efficient. We have a segment that we do to end shows uh, called Elevator Talk. I am going to pivot and say that this is going to be our end of this show on Mondays uh, because on Fridays we have the Stimulator Simulator. Oh, I thought that didn't come out till June. Oh, are we waiting till after? I don't know. I'll Absolutely stimulate all Let's year. go right away. I'll stimulate all year. But I think we can't do both. Okay. So, like, there's two segments that end the show. Well, hey, and the uh, the elevator talk is brought to us by our warehouse games. Yeah. We just announced that the one-on-one -on -one league is coming out Thursday. So yeah, the new season starts. We'll it's a bit that. different. Mic'd up games. It's Mickey a lot. Cass. It's a lot of fun. Nice. All right, you guys can see the wheel. Give me it, baby. Elevator talk for those that don't know. You find yourself in an elevator with a person wearing a hat of this team. Please, Here's some Orioles. quick fodder. Not the Orioles. The Phillies. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. 
All right, so first you talk about Schwarber's leadoff home run, and you say, what a way to start the season, am I right? Mm. Then you make a joke about how, you know, it used to be the Philadelphia Athletics, and they beat the A's, if you want. Is that even true? I jumped to my former teammate, Sam Fold. You know, we mm. forget. We forget. He's the, he's the GMVP right now. Dombro, Dombro's the Prezi. Uh, Sam Fold changing things there. Changing things there. Okay. Talk about Bryson Stott a little bit. You say Alec Baum was the future at third base. We got this guy Bryson. Maybe he's going to push Alec a little bit. Maybe they'll push each other. Maybe they'll be two great players on the same field. Yeah, but Bryson's kind of uh, took the lead there, huh? You know what you're really talking about? Mm. Saying we're two and one, and Ranger Suarez hasn't even pitched yet. Mm. Takes the bump tonight. So, I mean, this is a quick elevator trip. It's got to happen like now. Now, but Suarez. Corey, Talk about him. Corey Kniebel, two appearances clean. Wow. His pitching and his Please. results. Jake sucks. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you uh, Wednesday for the midweek episode.